show. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. Right I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. How y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody's had a wonderful weekend and your Monday is going well. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, man, we got some interesting topics to talk about today, plus whatever you come up with. I'm sure we always start one place and go somewhere else before we circle back to the beginning. So this should be an interesting show. Now, for those that may be just out there listening on computer, what have you, for the first time, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. If you want to comment on something, that is a conversation that's going on at the time, there's one easy way to do it. Call us. That's all you got to do. Call me, 347-838-8622. Simple. Simple. That's all you got to do. Because I like hearing what you have to say. And uh, we will definitely let you have your time on the mic. Uh, also, there's uh, you can also email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. You know, I always have that going. There's also our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Yeah. And you can always check out our, our show's website at www.ericblesstalk.com. Okay? So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. Uh, if you have any ideas for topics or what have you, you can let me know, and um, I'll make sure we work it in to the schedule. All right? So. Those are all the ways you can participate, and I hope to hear from each and every one of you. So what's going on out there, people? <laughs> all right. Hey, I tell you, it's been a very, I'm not going to say a slow weekend, but it's been pretty much non-eventful for the most part. You know, everybody celebrated. Well, a lot of people celebrated Mother's Day yesterday. Um, that's good for you. I'm I'm happy that you took time to do that. Uh, you should always celebrate your mother, you know, or, or your father, your kids. You know, you shouldn't be abusing anybody. Put it that way. You know what I mean? Why Why do you want to do that? If you did, oh well. Um, so what do we have on tap for you? We got a picture of some young ladies. Graduating U.S. West Point, U.S. Military Academy, and uh, they took a picture together, and they have their fists raised in the air, right? Fists raised up and they're balled up, and there seems to be some controversy about, you know, why do they have their fists held in the air? Are they violating some military rule that says they shouldn't? Um, they shouldn't participate in political. Uh, political activity besides voting and what have you. So we're going to take a look at that a little bit. Um, there's five Alabama correctional facilities where inmates have decided to go on strike. This should be interesting for sure. Um, we're going to take a look into that also. Um, their claim is inhumane conditions and systematic deprivation within the state's prisons. So we're going to look at that and uh, see what's happening with that. And there was a question asked on the show Friday. And as I said, I didn't know, I really couldn't tell you who um, about the vice presidents 
who should be running as um, vice presidents for the um, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Uh, so I had to go and look at that, and there's quite a bit of people that have been put out there, you know, across the news media and, and the, the world wide web, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about these individuals, those individuals. They're interesting. Some names on these lists that um I never heard of, and then there's a couple on here. I'm like, yeah, that may do it. That may do it. So those are just. Some of the things we'll be talking about today, of course, you know, uh, your input into the conversation, you know, may take us somewhere else. But it's all good. You know, we have two hours and some change to do this in, so there's really no rush, right? Of course not. <laughs> of course not. So um, let's just take our time. And get this thing right here Okay um, Let's see we have song of the day for you I don't know which one it is yet I picked three of them out But the question is which one do I want to play How am I, How are you feeling out there today How, how are you feeling right, You want something Mellow You want something fast You want something old school <laughs> Yeah What you want Cause I got a little bit of everything for you, but no country today. We're not doing the country today. We did that Friday, which I enjoyed myself. <laughs> but um, you know, before we get to the song of the day, y'all know there's always a little something, something I I, I want to um talk about. And one of the things were was you know um over the weekend in Houston, I'm in Houston, Austin, Texas. Uh, there's a, a, a elect, uh, not an election, but there was a. How can I say it? A there was a vote taken to see if two ride-hailing um, companies, Uber and Lyft, uh, would stay, basically, be allowed to continue to operate in the city of Austin, Texas. All right, and behind it was the city council. Um, had decided that they want Uber and Lyft to number one start providing uh, fingerprints for all the drivers that's driving in Austin, uh, working for those companies, uh, and also Austin wanted to uh, detail records of who was being picked up, where they were being picked up at, and and. Uh, you know, how long was the ride or what have you. Now, y'all say, Mr. Talk, why is that, in, that, that? Why are you talking about this? Well, it's interesting because I think this is a, a, a prime example of a city government that is using uh, excuses. Yeah, this is a story of famous dogs. For the dog that chases this tail, we'll be busy. We're the happy dogs. 
business gone. I'm on it, y'all. House dogs get dogs. Dogs of the world unite. Dancing dogs. Funky dog, nasty dog. Do 
All right, that was your song of the day, Atomic Dog. I do apologize for that. Man, you know what really makes me mad? You pay your money for services. <clears throat> Excuse me. You pay your money for services, and you expect the service to act correctly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I'm using a whole different system to talk to you today than I did I've been using. So there's no reason for me to still be having issues like getting cut off in this sin. <clears throat> Man, I tell you. Now, I tell you. I'm not going to say it, but, you know, it's crazy. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Hopefully we get through it this time without any issues. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. But anyway, as I was saying, um, Austin voters rejected Uber and Lyft uh, plan for self-regulation. And basically what it was, Uber and Lyft said, look, we do our own background checks. They're thorough. You know, uh, why should we have to be forced to, to make our drivers do uh, fingerprints just for your city, number one? And number two, uh, what? why there's never been a problem? Well, um, there was, as I said, a uh, election over the weekend, and the voters rejected Uber. Now, a lot of the voters have been calling in and saying that the terminology or on the um, the ballot was very confusing. So a lot of them thought they were voting for Uber and Lyft. Actually, turned, uh, um, they voted no, but they meant to vote yes. So it, it's a whole lot thing going on. Needless to say, Uber and Lyft ceased operations in Austin, Texas this morning. Um, Lyft did it at 5 a.m. Um, Uber did it at 8 a.m. They said they will um, provide service around the area, just not in the city of Austin. Um, you know, and there's a lot more that goes on that's going on with this thing because since Uber and Lyft has been in Austin, Texas, there has been a decrease in DUIs, uh, you know, public drunkenness and things of that nature. And a lot of the experts are saying that, um, and the citizens actually are, are saying that, you know, it's more about money. It, it, it's more, the city is not making money on the DUI arrest, you know, the court costs, uh, the state tax attached to the court costs, uh, attorney fees, you know, things, little things like that. So, um, this is a battle that I think will continue to go on for a while. So we'll see. Let's see. Now, let's talk. Why are you talking about that? Because I drive for Uber. I do, and I've driven in Austin quite often, and uh, it's just ridiculous. It really is. You know, nobody wants to take a little nasty, stinky cab that don't show up half the time, and when they do, you already late when they show up. I know when I get a call, uh, a separate um, uh, uh, call. Hey, I'm there within 10, 15 minutes, and that's on a slow day. So, you know, it's all about the money. And Austin, I'll tell you, Austin, the city of Austin, Texas is so bad right now. They have decided, they have, no, not decided, they are placing police officers on empty metro buses, yeah, city buses, having them ride up and down the highway looking for people to that's texting on the road, texting and driving. And calling their head. Now, <laughs> you know, if, if that's not the sign of a money hungry 
city or, or, or government. I don't know what it is. But as I said before, it's just another example of how, how um, in this case, local governments wants to control everything and how they hand in it. And I, I think it's completely wrong. I really do. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Now, this this is not something that just happened. This has been going on for like two years, like a two-year battle, you know, just crazy. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I just thought I needed to mention it, just in case you might happen to be an Uber driver out there listening to the show or you have Uber and what have you operating in your city. Um, so it's crazy. Um, Blues Unchanged, Uber has actually left the city. They left the city. So, um, <laughs> yeah, well, see, and, and, and I'm, I'm, this is um, some comments I have coming out of the chat room for Blues Unchanged. And welcome to the show, Blues Unchanged and East Coast. You know, you have to take a look at it. Most of the Uber drivers are citizens. You know what I mean? They are citizens. Um, a lot of cab drivers are foreigners, so yeah, they should do fingerprint checks. Now, like I mentioned before, I drive for Uber, and trust me, there, 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 their background checks are very thorough. Trust me, it took me two months before I was even approved, okay? And Blues are Change, you're wrong. It's all about kickbacks. It's all about kickbacks. That's what it's about. Yeah, the city council did not have let the voters. Well, Uber and Lyft are the ones who, who push for that. But the city council, just like many politicians do and local governments do, decided to word it to where nobody could understand what they were saying, what it was saying. So a lot of them, a lot of decisions said they did to vote for to keep Uber and Lyft in the city. However, because of the the the, the uh, confusion in, in in the language on the ballot, they um, voted for the wrong thing. That's not something new. We've heard that before. Um, who, so who's getting kicked back? Well, there's a woman on the city council, the one who was really kick-started kick this thing, um, who was getting kickbacks from the taxi companies. Come on, you in Austin, you know who I'm talking about. Don't act like I, I'm talking about something foreign to you. Check your, your things. Uh, as I mentioned before, DUI rates and things like that have gone down. So where's the city of Austin making money at? Oh, they're not because they can't charge outrageous fines and fees for stuff like that. Now, it wasn't a fair vote, but hopefully, hopefully um, they'll do a recall and get it right. But anyway, you know, I, I'll just have to get that out there. Yeah, but. It was, yeah, it's very democratic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else when you're dealing with the government, it's very democratic. It's a bunch of bullwash is what it is. Okay, that's what I'm going to say about that, you know, because um, there was nothing democratic about it. No, if it was democratic, they should have left it the way it was. Nobody had a problem with Uber Lyft, except for the stiff-minded conservatives that, that live in Austin that have their hand in pockets of individuals. But anyway, I'm not going to go. Let me bring this other caller in. All right. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? 
Hello, Eric. This is Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Joe. How are you? Not bad, not bad. How's your weekend? Oh, my weekend was wonderful. Nice and quiet, actually. Yeah, that's the way I, I, I like it. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So what's good with you? Well, I wanted to talk about the Uber thing. Not okay. the fingerprinting. I'm not, um, I probably don't have all the information about it. But I'm assuming that when somebody from Uber is going to be fingerprinted, that's only going to be the tip of the iceberg. I'm always worried about the slippery slope. Number one, mm-hmm. we can't, I can't say that the government's doing it entirely out of nefarious reasons, but I'm going to assume that later on something can be made nefarious out of it. In other words, right now, maybe some kind of intention is innocent to kidnap, to kidnap, to fingerprint people, but if it's going to go into a database, eventually it's going to end up in some sort of central database by the government. That I don't like. It's like asking you for your papers when you're walking down the street. They're collecting too much information on us. They want blood when you when they stop you at a checkpoint. They want to swab your cheek. Now they want uh, fingerprints. They want to control your medical records. And by controlling your medical records, they will eventually control whether or not um, you're, you'll be eligible for insurance, certain types of insurance. If you don't get that insurance, then certain types of freedoms such as driver's licenses, will be restricted. This is all, and as far as I'm controlled, if it's not all about, uh, as far as I'm concerned, rather, if it's not all about control now, it certainly will be about control later. What do you think? I agree with you, Joe. I agree with you. And let's not forget that um, Austin, Texas, is a sanctuary city. So, you know, you have to throw that in in as well. you know, this was a very, it was a very contested um, uh, election for real. Because um, Uber and Lyft, they spent like $8 million, you know, oh, yeah? on the campaign. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been something that has been brewing. But, you know, and I'm going to tell you how, how arrogant the city of Austin was. The mayor said, well, you know, um, because all, because Uber and Lyft said, well, you know, if we lose the election, we're out of here. You know, we're not, we ain't going to put up with all this. Um, right. So the mayor said, well, I, I think it's just a, a political ploy they're trying to do. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so uh, this morning, like I mentioned before, at 5 a.m., Lyft stopped operations. At 8 a.m., Uber stopped operations in the city of Boston. You know, now mm-hmm. the surrounding the surrounding areas uh, of Austin, they still have, you know, the use of Uber and Lyft, what have you. Just mm-hmm. the city of Austin has lost it. Now, as I mentioned before, I, I'm an Uber driver, okay, mm-hmm. and I've driven in Austin quite often. Austin have a has a lot of activity that goes on with concerts and and things like that. So, you know, and and the bottom line is, it helps families. Um, make money in between paychecks. You know what I mean? It's that extra bit of income that helps out during the right. month. Mm-hmm. You know, but then again, like I say, you, you get the government involved, and they realize they're not making money on the DUIs and what have you. So, you know, we got to regulate this now because we just can't have them just driving, you know, driving all over the place. So, 
it's crazy, man. But I'm just well, saying. Well, that's the now, government forms, yeah. Yeah. Now, and what also you have to pay attention to in this whole thing is, this is, you know, this is this was big because this was being watched nationally, especially in cities like Los Angeles, Miami, you know, San Francisco, whoever has Uber operating in their city. Right. So this can go a long ways into um, crazy, causing some craziness. Yeah, of course. It'll affect people's livelihoods. And, again, it's all about control. Mm-hmm. It's not about control to protect us. It's about control um, for tyranny. Now, people may mm-hmm. say it's a conspiracy theory, but if they take a look at the history of the United States government, and you don't have to look back very far, any government and our government has not been there for the people. Now, it's going to take a long time for a lot of people to wake up, but hopefully uh, we will in time. But it's, it is nuts. It's crazy. Mm. Um, let's see. Blues Unchanged chat room said, I have, I have not been fair. Um, I have not been fair. And I about don't what? live in Austin about this Uber story. Uh, well, you know, being that I, I may not live in Austin and I drive in Austin three, four days a week, and I talk to a lot of people that I'm giving rides to, I know, I, I know what I'm talking about here, okay? I know what I'm talking about. You know, the citizens are, are really appreciate the rides, you know, because a lot of them, like I said, a lot of them don't want to use the taxi companies because a lot of them say the taxes don't show up. When they show up, they're nasty. You know, I drive my own personal car, and I keep my car clean as heck. I ain't going to lie. So, and I know they get to where they're going. Plus, I can provide a service to them that even a taxi company can't come because I can protect my, my um, <laughs> I can protect my riders. Trust me, I have skills that the taxi cab driver don't, okay? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. no, Uber is not owned by foreigners, East Coast. Um, so, you know, why should why should I have to submit fingerprints? If they really want to know, my fingerprints are on the national database already. Trust me, I was in the military. That's one of the first things they do. You know, I'll oh, blame yeah. them. I'll leave Austin, too. I ain't got time to be dealing with all that craziness. You know, over regulations, you know, because some little, some woman who got money from taxi companies didn't like it, you know, and and it's not, it's not something that's just in Austin, Texas. Cab companies have been treating Uber drivers, just Uber period and Lyft just, you know, like whatever, you know, they try to make fun of them, whatever. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's all about the dollar bill. That's all it is, you know. That's all. The citizens prefer, you know, something else, but the government said no. And, of course, here we go again. The voters decided, Mr. Talk. Hello? Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That's all right. But you know what? I still can make money right here where I live at, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. I get mine. What yeah, else did you want Austin to talk about? Love. Anyway, Austin does love me. I don't like Austin government. That's all. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, damn, Joe! Like it? Like you? What? 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 What, Joe? Well, I thought you were through <laughs> with <laughs> Uber. <laughs> yeah, I'm through with Uber for right now. Well, Blues Unchanged keep asking me questions in the chat room, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm answering because they mm. live in Austin. You know, they probably one of the ones that wanted to leave. Um, 
You know what? But let's go back to Austin. How many police departments you know would get on a, a city bus, empty city bus, drive up down the highway during rush hour just to see who texting and driving? Really? Isn't that a waste Is that of not a, um, isn't that a waste of money of the taxpayers' money? Yeah, it is. It is a complete waste. I mean, <laughs> so if that's not a sign of, of you're just trying to make some money, you know, I don't know what else is. <laughs> you know, wow. I yeah, mean, don't get I mean. it wrong. I'm not. I, I'm not for texting or driving. Texting and driving, but still, <laughs> you know. I think they could be doing better things than other things besides that. Go ahead, Joe. Well, they should. Um, but the thing is, um, if they really wanted money, Austin or any type of um, any type of government, I mean any type of local government, they could just use the, the civil asset forfeiture, um, I guess, enforcement, which is really unconstitutional. Where they just they just yeah. stop you at a checkpoint and just take your money simply because they assume that if you have too much money, according to the cop then you must either be a drug dealer or you must be affiliated with drugs or you're doing something illegal. Now, how do you like yeah. those apples? I, I know. You know, that that <laughs> you know that, that is the, one of the craziest things. And, and um, at one point it had been put on hold, but I think I did a sh- uh, mention it on a show a while back to where it's now permitted to happen again. You know, they can take your money and your property, not just your money, Joe, your property, and everything, yeah. you know, and, and and not give it back at all. <laughs> you like, really? Even, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to be charged with anything. That is the crazy part about it. You don't even have to be charged, and once they seize it, they can keep it. Yeah, you know? unless you can, yeah, unless you can prove that, um, you know, you weren't involved or whatever they suspected you were involved in. Now, I think something else has happened. Talk about slippery slope. I'm not sure, but maybe you can confirm this for me. I believe, let's say, for example, um, you give. Let me try to think of a viable example. Uh, well, the general principle is that if if they stop you and somebody's involved, let's say you give somebody a ride, they can take their property too. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's something. It's something no, you're involving, right. huh? Is that right? You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah? yeah. Anybody in that, that that automobile or in that house or whatever, yeah, they can seize the property. No questions asked. Can't they extend that? To like I'm thinking, because I'm not, I'm not quite sure um, about whether or not this is accurate. But can they seize not just the property that's on you? Or let's say you're in the car. But can they go for your house too? Just under suspicion? Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. Yes, they can. Okay. Now I'd like to know yes. what judge ruled that this was constitutional. There is no due process, there are no charges, there's no trial, there's no evidence against you, there's no witnesses against you, yet the local police have your property. Well, you know, I, I don't really think it was ever a judge. I, I if I remember correctly, um, it had to do a lot with the um, with Congress. Uh, Congress, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, what happened was um, the Obama administration had cut some funding to it, so they had to stop. You know, but now they got some more money, so they can go back in and start re- re-seizing, um property 
and things of that nature. Mm. So. Well, don't we just love Mr. Smith? <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. I'm gonna have a T-shirt. I just love Mr. Smith. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good idea, Joe. <laughs> That's a good idea. Charlie, you know, yeah, I love Mr. Smith and his mini me. Cause I'm gonna call Again, him mini His yeah. mini me. <laughs> Mr. Smith, small yeah, way up high in Capitol Hill, and mini me in the local governments and municipalities. Yeah, good old Mr. Yeah. Smith. Mm. <laughs> yeah, hey, they, they you know what? Working. I was thinking about. Uh, I'm sure people have talked out about Trump, but do you? I want to ask you. Do you think Trump? Ever expected to get this far? Because I'm not sure if he even wanted the presidency. You know, Joe, I was thinking about that over the weekend. Too. Oh yeah. And yeah, and I don't think he really did. I I really do not believe Trump believed he would get this far. But I think I'm what happened yeah. was mm-hmm. as he as he went along, he started to build momentum. As he started building momentum, he realized, wait a minute. I got a, you know, I got a chance at this thing. I got a shot. You know? Yeah. 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 Hey, now look at it. <laughs> I know. You know, I was now, telling, I said, um, I said on the show, was it Friday or last Monday? But I, you know, Donald Trump insults a lot of people. I think me, and you talked about this before, also. He insults mm-hmm. a lot of people. Why nobody's trying to sue him for slander or anything like that? Oh, because he's not um, condemning their character. He's not saying lies about them. He's calling them names. He's not saying, like, he's calling Elizabeth Warren goofy, but he's not saying Elizabeth Warren, um, because of her actions, had done something which was detrimental to her constituents. So nobody okay, so, can... so you tell me, you tell Ted Cruz <laughs> he's going to have some affairs, and he can't do anything about that? Well, I think Cruz, I mean, I think Trump said that he had affairs after the National Enquirer came out. So if if Cruz has a problem, it has to be with the National Enquirer. He might be able to sue Trump for calling him Lion Ted, okay, because that's mm-hmm. not just a name. That is a defamation of character if he, right. becomes, if he becomes more specific. I'm not, I'm not up on the law on that, but um, I'm sure that Cruz would have figured out some way to sue Trump. Um, if he could Well, You know I took a course here recently um, Mm -hmm. And I do believe When it comes to that kind of stuff It's It's a very broad law You know what I mean It's Uh a very broad law And it it doesn't have to be Specific specific If you just threaten my character period I I, I can you know If I want to go through with it I can go ahead and take the court Okay Yeah But my, my point is this He's insulting and calling these people all these names, but nobody's firing back, you know, like, oh, no. all right, now, look, you know. So that that tells okay, is he giving a little, telling the truth a little bit on this thing, and nobody really wants to admit it, <laughs> so they're going to just let it go away? You know, understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but Elizabeth Warren, she did. I mean, tweet for tweet, she fired back at Trump, because I read them today. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's oh, calling oh, him oh. a bully. He's calling her goofy. She's saying, um, "Well, how come it only it took you two hours to respond?" Um, she said, uh, uh, "She said you're calling. You're saying that you're driving me nuts. I must be driving you nuts because it took you two hours to respond." And they're going back and forth. 
Mm-hmm. Now, everybody's wondering what kind of president would actually ever engage in behavior like that, and that's what got me wondering: Is Trump for real? Did Trump go over his head? Did Trump enter the race simply because maybe he wanted to write a book, maybe he wanted to get publicity? so that perhaps he could sell some property and negotiate some deals. And then all of a sudden, his insults caught on, right? And it made people say, you know what? I like the way Trump operates. Now he's caught up in this, um, in this vacuum that he created. Now, my question is, is he going to become the president? Let's say he does become the president. Is that his real goal? Or will he be happy if, when it comes down to the broke to the convention, if they don't nominate him? I think secretly, um, his ego might want him to become president. But the fact that um, if he does become president, he won't be in his own milieu. He won't be in his own environment where he can call the shots. He has to deal with Congress. As a businessman, he's always been able to call the shots, but not as mm-hmm. president. So I think he likes to he likes the limelight. He likes the fact that he is he's at where he's at, but I don't know if he really wants to become president. You know, um um I think we had this discussion a little bit Friday and mm-hmm. uh Michigan and a couple others feel like Trump, his businessman, he he he'll basically force him to do what he wants him to do. <laughs> Somewhat, you know, because of his, you know, his his demeanor, but I say the same thing you did. Um, once he get up there into it, I do believe he's gonna get the um, President Obama treatment. You know, <laughs> we're not working with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are not oh, yeah. working with you. Go go away. <laughs> That's the battle you know? because he's yeah. yeah. But some you know some people say I'm wrong. He he, no, he can't. He, he's he look the power's given to him. Now wait a minute. On one thing, they're they're probably right. Because Congress did abdicate their powers a few months ago, um, at least in the House. And this particular bill went to the Senate, where they were going to give the president, and it's probably going to be the next president. By the time Obama gets out of it, it'll be ready for the next president. Is that the president will be able to declare war, if I'm correct, without um, any kind of approval from Congress. Not even the 30-day um, buffer period. So really? Thank, yeah. I think it's the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDA, I think. I may be wrong. They're going to give that president almost complete power to just say, you know what, I don't like this country. Let's go ahead with the drones, boots on the ground, um, the naval, uh, the warships, and they don't. And he doesn't have to consult Congress at all. Hmm, that's interesting. I have to look that up. But I say the same thing, Joe. I say Donald Trump will have us in more wars than we already in. But, you know, I was told, nah, that's not going to happen. Uh, oh, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so me, me and you see the same thing, basically. Let me bring yeah, well, Stanley in. Yeah. I Stanley been waiting. But go ahead. Go ahead before I bring Stanley in. He's, um, hey, Stan, he's narcissistic. I don't think Trump will make, will make a good president. I don't think any of them will make a good president. They're all liars and people can't trust them, and finally people are waking up that they can't trust these, these stupid politicians. But they keep voting for the Democrats or Republicans anyway. So as far as I'm concerned, the American people are a bunch of freaking idiots. Um, <laughs> but going back to the point that you and I had talked about before, was that he can't see Michigan and maybe some of the other guys. They may think that 
uh, Trump can force Congress to bend to his will? No. They make the laws. He can veto it. But they can still write other laws which um, they'll put in bills that he won't veto. So Mm -hmm. they have the ultimate power. But, you know. Well, that's what I keep saying. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) But, okay, let me get Stanley in. You know, Stanley, I'm sure he's talking to the phone now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, welcome to the show, Stanley. Hey, Stanley. What's going on? Hey, Mr. Talk. Hey, Joe. It's good to hear you both and everything. I'm, li- I'm listening to what you're saying. I- I'm-, I'm doing a research on e- uh, Hillary Clinton and the email scandal. Mr. Talk, can you please answer this question? How come she's not fired? How come she's still a nominee after all the email scandal? Because any human, any or other human being, me, you, Joe, would have done what she would have done. We would have been fired from the job. We would have been prosecuted. We would have been almost in prison. How come she's still has the possibility of being nominated and everything. Just the email scandal. Well, well, Stanley, you have to go back to David Petraeus and his his um, book, okay? That president was set right there. And me and Joe, we've talked about this, haven't we, Joe? We've talked about this. And I've said they mm-hmm. will not indict Hillary Clinton on this because, number one, they still have to prove that she knew what was on that server. See what I'm saying? Mm. And that, that's sort of a great area that they have in, in this law they're trying to get her on. You know, and they can't do it, really. They can't do it. If yeah, she continues to say, but, if she but continues Mr. to say, huh. But, Mr. Talk, she did something that was illegal. You're not supposed to do it on a server private. Well, You're not supposed I mean, to. Just that. But, I'm not even but, going but, to your but, email. You took information from an email, and you decided to have a private server. That's against the law. You're not supposed Stanley. to do that. Stanley, David Petraeus gave classified documents to his mistress to put in a book, and he only got a, yeah. a, a fine and a misdemeanor charge. So you really think well, they're going to do something to Hillary Clinton right now? Who's running for president, who's well, married to a former president, you know, and it, has been in it, politics it, so long that they know how to get around the land. But if you don't do that, Mr. Talk, if you don't do that, Mr. Talk, then you have two systems. You have one system for the people who are politicians, and you have one other system for normal people like you and me. And you can't have and that why is that new? normal people. Yeah? Why is that new? That's been going on for centuries. <laughs> That's been going on forever. That's true. I mean, so what's yeah. the difference? You know, with Petraeus, with his, he had something like five binders, and he gave it to his mistress. And he, I think, um, I think he got convicted. Did he? I don't know if he got. Um, they can, uh, you know, um, his, he got probation. He, he, got, he got forced to retire. He had to. He had. To well, yeah, he was forced to retire. Look, but he, but, but he only happened. got probation. He violated yeah, something he, like the Sedition Act. He gave away classified yeah. material. He should have been in jail. He mm-hmm. should still be in jail. Yeah, yeah. She didn't even he work. Got, he, he had. He had. He had uh, data basically at home with a twenty-four right, exactly. hour security. But Stanley, you see, you have to understand the way they work. You know, Portrayers got probation. Well, he got fined what ten thousand dollars, I think it was. Something he like got that, charged yeah. with a. He got charged with a misdemeanor. Yeah, he got. Look, yeah, he was forced to retire, but he still was able to to go to the White House and advise on operations in Afghanistan. 
You think he really got hurt on this in, in what he did. So, and and see, when you could fast forward to Hillary, Petraeus knowingly did this. They still have to prove that Hillary knowingly knew what was on them servers. As long as she well, keeps no, saying, gonna... I did not know, as long as she keeps saying, I don't know, they really can't do anything because um, that's I'm... the loophole that, that is in the, in the law. Let me let me disagree with with you on that, um, Eric. I think Stanley's right about the fact that he, just the fact. Forget about the classified material. Let's take let's not let's not even talk about that for the next few seconds. The fact that she had government emails on a private server at home is against the law. Well, that's against that's against the law. And by the way, to add what you have, Mister Talk. It's against the law, even when you sign the paper for confidential thing. Even if you didn't know, it's against the law. There's, there's no, you can still go in prison. There's no security. All anybody could say, I didn't know. I didn't know I had this document. I didn't have to go home with it. There's no, I don't know. You sign, especially Stanley. high security documents. There's no, I don't know. Stanley, Hillary Clinton has been, Hillary Clinton has been in politics that we know for at least twenty years. Okay, that's not counting okay. before she Bill even became president. What happened? Believe you okay. me, Billy Hillary knows how to get around it, and you know what she's saying. I'm gonna tell you what she's saying right now. She's saying, "Prove it, prove it." And, and, you can and talk to whoever you want to, but you still there got to prove it. But see, no, but look, look, now, but look, but Stanley, Stanley, see, here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. Why is the FBI handling it when the Department of Justice should be taking care of this? Well, I don't know, Department but I'll tell you Justice, one thing. The Department of Justice, Department of Justice said, "Look, we out of this. This is for the FBI to handle," and they left it alone. Why well, is that? I, well, maybe it's under the jurisdiction of the FBI to begin with. I don't really know. But the thing is, you're right about Hillary, and because she's part of the crime family. If the Clintons are a crime family. Ever since they got into the um, gubernatorial office as being the governor, <laughs> governor and first lady governor of Arkansas, they're a crime family. If I'm correct, I may not be. Maybe Stanley himself or somebody else might be able to do this further research on this. But I believe 21 murders or 21 um, deaths under suspicious circumstances have occurred. Um, in the Clinton's orbit ever since they became uh, the governors of Arkansas. 21. Statistically, <laughs> that's like being hit by a meteor three times a day. Okay? <laughs> so I wish somebody would do the research on that because I'm not on my PC. And um, maybe somebody could look up mysterious deaths surrounding um, Bill Clinton or the Clintons. Then, And I'm sure some websites will pop up showing some stats. But that... And, they, and let's not let's not even go there. Let's go also that, and let's go also all the controversy that basically Donald Trump is starting to to throw away. Oh yeah, you're poor. You're for women, Miss uh, Hillary Clinton. What about your husband who was responsible for all those acts and all those stuff and protecting him and things like that? Who was? You don't mess with Hillary Clinton if you're doing something with Bill. You don't mess with her at all. She'll she'll put you down. She had. And she did. A lot of women are a lot of women built in a lot of things that Hillary protected. And so don't tell me as a woman I am pro woman. No, you're not, Hillary. 
Oh, yeah, she's been covering her ass ever since she ended politics. Yeah, and, that's the political way. That's the yeah. politician way. Yeah, that's the American way. Hey, when you oh, yeah, we all cover our ass. But yeah. the thing, she, her investigation, the, the FBI, they're, they're dragging their heels on this. They should have investigated her and talked to her months and months mm-hmm. ago. But the thing is, is that once you talk to the FBI, you don't have any rights. Okay, it's not like you're being charged with a crime and then you can have a lawyer defend you. Once you start talking to the FBI, if they catch you in a lie, that's a crime. And I'm thinking they're delaying sitting down talking with her because they don't want to, by law, incriminate her. Because if they start questioning her, they will find major contradictions somewhere. And that will derail her from going on to win the um, the Democrat yeah, nomination. And, and exactly, okay. and that Bernie Sanders right. will come in and say bye bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. You know what? That that sounds all good and dandy, but number one is <laughs> it never gonna happen. Hillary has been coronated already. Okay, she go be. In. No, <laughs> she's getting just about she's getting an investigation for the night yeah. right now until June, Mister Talk. Night and the FBI. Night, it's the FBI that are basically going against her. Stanley, Stanley, I don't care if the FBI is going against her. As I said before and I said again, you're wasting your breath on that one. They're not going to indict her. I, <laughs> so, Mr. Talk, you're making a speech she's above the law. Nothing could, she, could, she could kill somebody. She, she could do, do anything, anything wrong, yeah. and, and nothing will happen to her. That, that's what you're saying. Hillary Clinton is above the law. The okay. are above the if, law. She can, they you, can do whatever they take. They can take all the information. They can, we can find out all the stuff that's true. Nothing's going to happen, Mr. Talker. She, every American people say they are still going to vote for her, even though she's illegal. She did stupid things. She's a criminal. We're still going to vote oh, for yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. American people are not right. stupid. You know what? You know what, Stanley? I do. If she, if she got away, if she got away with Benghazi, yeah, this is nothing that's going to really keep her down at all. Now, if She's somebody having front, somebody yeah. dead in the right, yeah, they had a dead to rights on that one. And you see where she is now, right? She's been in front of congressional committees. They've had, I forget, about a couple of dozen investigations into Benghazi. Um, now they're, they're doing the so-called FBI probe. I don't, And the FBI probe, I predict, will, um, will conclude um, either nothing to accuse her of or inco- um, inconclusive evidence. But she will get away with it. And Stan, I think you and I both will agree that the American people are that stupid. It doesn't matter how many times she's <laughs> lied. It doesn't matter how many times it's you know she'll, it's in the press. They will vote for her. Oh, the first woman president. We've got to have her. Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you on that one, Joe. Then I'm ashamed for Americans, man. In that case, Americans, I'm ashamed Why? For because I know Why? I know Donald Trump's just gonna because Donald Trump's just gonna bring the truth. He said it. He said, and I told it. I'm, I'm telling you, Mr. Talk. Wait until the debate. You don't want to be there. I, if I was the uh, an advisor for Hillary Clinton, she said, "Will you advise me against Donald Trump?" I would say, "Right," because Donald Trump's just gonna open the whooping on her, and you'll never look. Trust look, me and Joe, me and Joe have already said. Uh, Trump knows knows everything about all of them. That's why he, he basically say what he want to say, you know, because he knows he knows where the parties are. He's been in bed with all of them, you know, including the UN and all that. So, you know, 
Trump is Trump is many people think Trump is just running off at the mouth, but Trump knows what he's talking about. Okay, and he knows really nobody what they're gonna do to him. He he's not saying anything that that isn't true. They may not like the way he's saying it and when he says it, but I mean he's been parties with him. He's been in business deals with him. There's a, well, a picture yeah, he knows he's taken up with. Yeah, yeah, he knows where the he knows where the bodies are buried, but so does Hillary. And I don't think anybody wants to challenge Hillary on um on getting on you know, uh backing her back up against the wall. Because if she starts coming out <laughs> like a cornered rat, she will take down buku people with her. Okay. Yeah, but but Donald Trump doesn't care. That's that's the thing is Donald yeah, Trump, Trump is an outsider. Care. Trump doesn't care. That's the that is the the wild card that unless really yeah unless unless there's something in his past which they can bring out at the last minute. But I agree with you, Stanley. I'm ashamed for Americans who will say, "Well, it doesn't matter what some Hillary did. I'm still going to vote for her because it does show the." And what have I always said? Americans are effing stupid. Stupid. Exactly. It brings stupidity. It doesn't bring you honor to the highest. Highest power, which is supposed to be the president of the United States. You're supposed to be the 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 unconditional best person. You should, man. During the time of Kennedy and everything, you have to have a clean slate. Now you could be a criminal. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You on. see what happened to Kennedy, don't you? And he was supposed to be all. Do you see what they did with Kennedy, right? So what makes you think? <laughs> Kennedy and Reagan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. What do you think is going to really happen? You know, what do you think? Well, well, because they, let's be they, honest, they got to the cover their shotgun and shoot Donald Trump instead of him telling the truth. Hey, you don't think they won't? Oh, of course they yeah, will. Yeah, that's the only way you can shut him up. Of course they will. Trump, you know, Trump's a billionaire, but he's not. He's, first off, he's not vulnerable. And secondly, he's not that stupid. And thirdly, even if he's not as aware as he should be, once he gets closer to the White House or is in the White House, he will learn who calls the shots. And it's not him. <laughs> as a matter of yeah, fact, but, I read Joe, but maybe he has a so He's a billionaire, and we never had a billionaire as president. So he's maybe going to bring his stuff and say, I, I don't need you guys. I'm a billionaire. Oh, well, he can you bring his staff. I'm a, I'm a multi-billionaire person. I'm not a little person who's, who's the president of 250000 or the five billionaire. I've already got the money. Well, that's certainly what Schwarzenegger said, and Schwarzenegger was still an, an ineffective governor. But the thing is, is that even if Trump um, gets his, his entire advisory crew from the private sector, and he doesn't. First off, he's got a few people as advisors now who I think are from the Clinton administration. I think, either Clinton or Bush. So that's not exactly a good indicator of where he's going. But let's say he does, let's say he takes on, he brings in his sons and his and his daughter, and he brings in some of his most, um, most um, effective people from the private sector. That's fine. But he still has to negotiate with Congress, and if, and at this point right. in time, he's alienating both the Democrats and the Republicans. So it's going to be a hard road to hoe. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, but but the thing that should that adds also to that is, if, let's say the Congress doesn't go for Donald Trump, he just has to go to the people and say, look what it happened. Look what the, the Congress doesn't want. Well, Stanley, what do 
Hey, what are you doing? I'm outside. I'm going inside right now. Oh. Um, he can do that, Stan. He can actually, you know, he probably could do that even better than anybody else because he's not afraid of the repercussions of, uh, of any kind of blowback. But once he does that, let's say he goes to the press and publicly he embarrasses the, uh, you know, Congress. Congress still is controlled by the lobbyists. They will still mm. vote the way the lobbyists want them to vote. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but Joe Congress is still uh, still controlled by the people because uh, yesterday <laughs> I was watching. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I... Wait, 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 wait. Perfect example. Perfect example. Okay, okay. you don't believe me? Perfect. Uh-huh. Perfect example. Remember the Judge Thomas. When basically there was the controversy of uh, Anita Hill. If it wasn't for people calling up and saying, what the hell is happening, there would have never been an investigation during that time, ever. They would have just shut down the thing and said, shh, we can't talk about it. You talk about it was the people that It was the people that called the senator and said, you better do something about this. And they were, they were all saying, if you don't do something about it, you're not getting my vote. And if you're not getting my vote, you're not getting that position. And a lot of senators said, we better do something about it. Are you talking, have, about, many, you talking about Judge Go ahead. Thomas, who was yeah. on the Supreme Court? Yeah, yeah. no, I'm talking to you. Yeah, exactly. Well, he got on the Supreme Court, even though Anita Hill yeah, was running a campaign. Yeah, but they, they tried to shut it down before that. It was the public that basically told him, you better have an open investigation and say to this, this because Stanley. he didn't want to do that. Stanley. Oh, I, saw, Stanley. I saw the movie that the I saw public. the documentary Stanley, they're going to tell you it was the public. The public didn't have anything to do with that, okay? Not at all. And um, for your other statement, Congress ain't been for the, uh, run by the people in eons, Okay. <laughs> Let's be honest. Most people can't tell you who their representative is. All right? They don't, yeah. And, and, and most yeah. people only see them when it comes to election time and you see them on television somewhere or they happen or they so happen to make a a, a, a photo shoot in a, you know, somewhere where something big is happening so they get their picture on, on the, you know, on the television, the television or what have you. But, People ain't the people ain't ran Congress in, in so long. I don't even know why 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 we you know that's even still okay. out there like that. So, so so let me get this reason. This is this is what I'm hearing from you. Clinton has total power. She could do whatever she wants. Congress is Pretty not much. for the people anymore. So the people right. is not important. Uh, uh-huh. so, so, you're making it sound that the people have no power. Power is all into the politician. They can do whatever they want. That people doesn't put themselves together. They can take somebody out. So we're done. We're done. It's just no, about that way, Stan. Because yeah. <laughs> Joe, we're done. We can really. I know we, we've, we've been done. done. We've been done since before we were born. <laughs> we're just waking up to the fact now. Because as 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 Eric was saying, people don't even know what the representatives are, and I'm sure. Um, both of you have seen like the man in the street type of interviews where the guy goes up to uh, certain people and he says, okay, Hillary Clinton, her, you like her? Yes, we love Hillary Clinton. Uh, and you like this particular um, stance that she has on guns and on immigration and on, uh, let's say, uh, marijuana. And I'll say, yeah, we love that. And then the guy will say, well, you just loved exactly what 
um, uh, Hillary is not for those particular issues. She's for those things, I know, yeah. People don't get informed. You know, I agree with you. I agree with you with that. You know, and and you know, the funny thing. The election is already rigged. They already know the things, except now they have a, an outsider that's there. They say, what do we do with him now? He's an outsider. What, how, how do we put him to the rank that he's following us? Oh, he'll be, he'll be, look, as far as I'm concerned, he'll be put in line sooner or later. It'd be, um, you know, how? Yeah. Be, how? Yeah. how are you going to do this? You know, how are they going to do this? Well, see, how? Stanley, Stanley, oh, Stanley, Stanley. Or extortion? <laughs> see, look, Stanley, you, you have to understand this, this little game they play, all right? They they put on this big circus and show for us to make it look like everything is good, right? But believe you me, before he raised that right hand, they're going to say, look, it's like this. Either you do this or this is going to happen. It's simple. It's simple. Conform or we'll handle you. That's the way it is. So there's no way that you could be to the highest posi- position and be honest and believe what you're believing and go for what you believe in. Oh, yeah, sure you can. Sure you can, but, but you can, but stand. Because, because, because what he said to Paul Ryan, remember what he said this week when Paul Ryan was trying to say, well, I'm not sure, Donald Trump, I'm not going to give you my vote. And what did Donald Trump say? He didn't cover up. He didn't do like a lot of people say, well, you know, I need to work with Paul Ryan and, and we could get together. He said, I don't need you. You don't want to be with me? I don't need to be with you. The people is with you. I don't need you. Know, we, we, you know, when you start mentioning Paul Ryan, remember how steadfast he was and how hard he was when he took the, the, the speakership, and since then you haven't heard anything from him? Because they said, look, it's like this, dude. This is what you're going to do. You're not going to do any more than that. You know, it, it, it's just the way it is. Conform or we move you out the way. See, that's wow. what happened to Bader. See, that's what happened to wow. Bader. Bader was like, man, screw these games. I'm going to just do what I want to do. And what happened? They ran his butt up out of there real quick. But um, I got another caller want to come in. So what I'm, what I'm saying, Stanley, you're looking at it from the typical American citizen point of view. All right? Wow. But so we're done. it's more we're than done. that. It's more than that. We're done. You know, you're looking at it, wow. you're looking at it from, the, from the screenshot. It looks all pretty and perfect or what happened. Mm. But believe you me, there's the shadow government that's running everything, and they're like, Oh, that's what I want to get into. Uh, Before you bring the caller in just for a second, Uh, I want to say we don't, not only do we have a shadow government, there was a um, university study from the university, uh, from Tufts University by a professor over there, and he came up with a conclusion that we have a legitimate shadow government within our government. In other words, we have national security issues, policies, and enforcers, that it doesn't matter what the, who the president is or even, I guess, who controls the House or the Senate because these policies are almost like written in stone, and they will go on with, without even a beat. doesn't matter who's in it. Like, it's like scandal. You know, it's like you can't take down the um, command, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not even a shadow government. It's a legitimate government. It's a legitimate um, insider government. But they are not controlled um, as much as people think by Congress or the president. That's uh, So now you can let the other speaker in on the other call. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on forever. All right. I mean, I Area code 803. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? 
What's up, Michael Hood? What's up, Michael hey, Hood? How are you, brother? What's going on, Joe? And um, the talk. Oh, oh hey, Stanley, how long have you been living in America? <laughs> Mr. Tull was right. He's like, you caught up in the glamour and the glitz. Have you been hoodwinked? Because, <laughs> like, Donald no, Trump is I, like. No, I, 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 I have nothing good when I just have a better hope when I see Donald Trump basically standing <laughs> up and seeing what he has to say. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm. I'm. I'm well, you're, you're, you're basically taking my hope for now. <laughs> I'm hoping. You're destroying my hope, people. <laughs> to be honest, America, to be honest, you shouldn't vote for none of them. Both of them are both, um, both messed up in the head. Both of them screwed up. I mean, no, I'm no. Dumb. One is well, what do you think? Both are screwed up. Let me listen to you. Hillary. I know she's screwed up, but what do you think? Donald Trump is screwed up. Like Joe said, there's Hillary. a shadow government. There's a shadow government. You have to understand, Donald Trump to be at the level he is now, he he had to do some initiations. Okay, you don't just become a mogul, mogul real estate person like that, and you ain't in the club. Okay, mm. it, it don't work like that. Not no average person like us. Be like mm-hmm. Plus, Donald Trump is a clown, man. He's the fall guy, and what it is, every uh, the Republicans are all going against each other, and all this blah blah bull crap is going to bring Hillary. It's kind of like they're giving it to Hillary. That's a possibility to, too, you know. What yeah, Mike is saying. Yeah, then you have to look at the European hierarchy of all the presidents. Most of all the presidents were related and of the same bloodline of That's the European right. hierarchy. That's right. Good point. You know, because all those machinations, all of this dog and pony show, okay, as you said, Eric, there's a coronation going on. They select and we elect who they select. We, if we had a a freaking brain in our head, we would say, I don't care who the Democrats are. I don't care who the Republicans are. I'm voting for this particular person, not because of a party affiliation, but because I believe that this person for a senator, this person for congressman, this person for pre- for the presidency, this person is the most honest, most intelligent person that I think can do the job. But we don't do that. We keep looking at polls, and then we find out, ah, oh, this person's ahead in the polls. I'm going to vote for this person. Oh, wait a minute. This person got beat by the other person in the polls. I'm, going to, I'm now going to vote for the other person. We are idiots. I agree. I agree. I agree for that part and everything. I mean, let me ask you a question. How can someone like Bernie Sanders preach the same thing for years and years and years and nobody's ever heard of him? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, just yeah. heard of him now. Yeah, yeah. Go, going to the Bernie Sanders uh, train. Oh, Bernie Sanders, the you bet. I heard yeah, but you know what the bad part is also besides that? The fact that he's appealing to a bunch of younger people in America who believe that they're entitled to free education, probably jobs with 15 to $20 minimum wage, without actually working as much as, as, you know, as, as we did or our parents before us did. This is no but, longer a meritocracy. They believe that but, the government owes them. But, Joe... You cannot go to those people and get and have them having debts of one hundred seventy-five thousand, two hundred thousand, and when they come out of college, not having a job, and telling them you're going to be basically working for Starbucks when the person has a PhD or a doctorate in finance or something. 
Come on. The, <laughs> the job true. market for young people. Yeah, is, and that's the government's fault, horrible. too. It's horrible. It's horrible. The job market period is horrible. Talk about for young people. And that's the government's fault. We lost ten million six million construction jobs yeah. or manufacturing jobs in a span of ten years. Six million. Okay? We need six million um jobs over here so that the American don't, don't people for, can go back to work. But we have immigrants exactly. over here. Yeah. Don't forget oh. we have a city that used to be the city of car, which is Detroit. And still still if I know Mr. Talk in two thousand sixteen, Detroit is still looking like the most nobody's going there in the most isolated place. Isn't Detroit a city in, in America? In the United States? It used Detroit? to be a, Yeah, it used to be no. um it used to be a city that the people within the Detroit were proud of because they were pumping out cars. But now, see, see, now y'all want to break up Detroit. You <laughs> see, according to Hillary Clinton, <laughs> uh-huh. oh Lord have mercy, Detroit is doing great. I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. really, really, yeah, um, yeah. This is the same see, see, freaking one. Last week, we said, now, wait a minute. Last week, last was it last week? Uh, yeah, last week she was at the NAACP event over there, oh, yeah. um, and she said uh, <laughs> the schools are doing great. Of course, half of them are closed right now because teachers are on strike because they're not getting paid. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, what else did she say? I'm looking at it right here. Oh, so, you know, big I could take care of racism. Um, what is it? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I can't see it. But she said some stuff. I'm like, and now we talk about Detroit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. But um, hold up, wait a minute. I'm looking here. I got it. While you're looking, right let me let me give you a quote. This is the same uh, freaking woman who said, "It is women who suffer most in war because they are the ones that lose their husbands, their sons, and their uncles." And they have to be the ones to provide for their family. Okay. Uh, that makes me want to slap the shit out of her right then and there. Like a lost <laughs> life. A man who loses his life or who loses his limbs in war. Nah. It's the women who stay home in air-conditioned homes. They're the ones who are suffering because their man is off to war or died. Right. I'm going to believe that piece of <laughs> crap. You know, if you ain't going to I'd rather have Obama stay in the chair. Go ahead and suspend the elections, Obama. Get you another four more years. Well, that, years. well you won't well, stay there Not me, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he, no he's got bigger, better things to go to go to for right now. Yeah, he's got bigger and better things. You know, yeah, he'll be exactly. I think he's done. He's done. Like he said when he was doing his little joke and he dropped the bike, he must be counting the months and he's like, he must have a calendar just counting the months. Ah, three more months. Man. Four more months. And I'm gone. Uh, I don't know if he wants to get okay. out of there. But he may be. Yeah, well, yeah. you can find the quote. Well, well yeah. Here's what she said. Look at all the great things happening in the city. There's a palpable feeling of pride and progress. And the auto industry just had its best year ever. Nothing yeah. that much, nothing noting that much of that progress has happened under the leadership of President Barack Obama. We cannot, we cannot let Barack Obama's legacy fall into Donald Trump's hands. If I feel fortunate to be president, I'm going to fight to tear down those barriers. My administration will look like America. Yeah, 
Oh, really? Now, uh, yeah, uh, really. So what? 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 All the they still got all the industry in Detroit? <laughs> not that I know. Did Did the state just um? They just got out of what they call overseership a couple of years ago or so. Um, uh, receivership. Yeah, uh, receivership. I think so. Well, they had that special guy come in to run the city for yeah, a while. That's probably receivership. And did yeah. GM and lay then, off like ten thousand jobs recently? Yeah. So uh, you know <laughs> that's what you say. And then Hillary went to West Virginia, had a little sit down with some guys, some people, and this one guy cornered him. He said, "You down here wanting us to be your friend, but you talking about taking away our jobs? You know how can you do that?" She said, "Well, I was misquoted." I was misquoted. <laughs> I was misquoted, you know, so, uh, you know, that's, you can't believe nothing these folks say. Of course yeah. not. You know, we're, you know, we're all in the matrix, just like Mr. Smith. We're all in the freaking ah. matrix. <laughs> I like I that. I like that. You know, wow. I, I, I suggest, I suggest people go and watch the matrix. And, and when they really, I mean, really watch the matrix. And if some messages up in that that those three movies, I think it's three of them, right? Yeah, those three movies that would just blow your mind. You listen to some of the mm-hmm. things that that's being said, especially when the Oracle is talking, and uh, when Mr. Smith is talking. You know, just listen to what's being said, and if you really think about it, it would blow your mind. I watch that movie every time well, it come on, all the time, and I always catch something different in it because there's so many yeah, messages yeah, yeah. there that speak. Could be put into today's world, and it fits. It fits like a puzzle. It fits. Yeah. I agree. I agree, Mister Talk. Especially, but the problem is, the more you learn about it, the more you're saying this is crazy. This cannot happen. Just let's look at just the bank, the Federal Reserve, which is a private oh, yeah. enterprise oh, yeah. that's basically voted with people that we don't even know. That's basically legally legalizing our money and basically spending it and doing whatever they want and have no ownership, no nobody protecting, nobody protecting. You cannot do this and basically doing whatever they want and charging us with our own money interest on the money they decide to print. Yeah, that's the whole thing. They call it monetizing their um, their balance sheet. Yeah, a whole bunch of you know robbers. Because, because and it's the Federal Reserve... And it's better, Go ahead. Has stockholders. The Federal Reserve has yeah. stockholders, and they got to get paid. Just yeah, like everybody else. Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like everybody on, else. Man. Yeah, but this is this is crazy, man. This 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 is when you, when you know it goes that deep, you're like, damn, yo. I know. When the bank, is, I know. The it's, bank it's is, like it's charging you interest on money that they don't even have. When the bankers basically saying we we're not we don't even need money anymore, Kelly. When you, what Mr. Top, why do you think they're pushing everybody to have cards? Because once everybody has cards and the money is gonna be gone, people are not gonna use money, people are gonna all use cards, the bank will be like, We can put I could put a hundred thousand, I could put whatever number I want. I just put it in a computer. It's all it's all the numbers. Well, you know. Um how can I say this? this is America crazy. ain't got no money. It's all paper, man. They ain't got no money. It don't count. It don't stand for. It don't count for nothing. It's currency. It's the it's, it's the trust of the other people around the country. Say, oh, we trust American money. We're giving you this. We don't trust American money. You're worth nothing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. 
if the rest of the rest of the United States, we don't like American money anymore. We don't like the currency. We we think you're worth nothing. Everything would drop. Well, all, no. all countries' no. uh, monies are illusions because it's all paper. Yeah, it's all but paper. But see, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. What y'all got to understand? Anybody who says, "Look, we get rid of the, of the dollar," any other country, they got to go. They got to go. You know, because there's it, no fact. What I mean, yeah, they got I mean, to they go. Gotta go. They got to go. As in, they out of there. Now, you, okay. you can go is in that, the exile, that the or we can come that we're having some, Are you saying, Mr. Trump, is that the reason that we had some war because some countries were maybe becoming too powerful and America was a little bit scared? You know, they become too powerful with yeah. the oil and everything. They could basically yeah. blow us up. It could basically yeah. we don't they, they, You know, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of those leaders realize that the fallacy of American thinking, you know, and they're like, no, 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 no. It's time for us to take care of our own. You know, of course, you know, America like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's not happening. Okay? We the big bad boys on the block. Remember that? We the big bad boys on the block. But, you know what's so interesting, though? There's another, another one beginning to come back. <laughs> His name is Putin. You know, when was the last time, can you remember, we, we had Russian jets and things around here buzzing our, our ships and carrying on. Putin, like, whatever, man. Do what you want to do. We don't care no more. And I guarantee you, if he don't, if he don't get his butt back in line like he was before, something's going to happen to him. Yeah, but, but Mr. Talk, there's another country that you don't mess around. They're getting more powerful. It's China. Yeah. China, China is getting a lot more people there. There's a lot more people in China. And once they get that power... <laughs> okay, look, 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 Stanley, Stanley, really, really? Okay, Stan, only, only thing China got to do is hit the off switch, and we all screwed. <laughs> yeah, because we're too Let's dependent on China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All you got to do is look on the back of your phones, and where's it made from? <laughs> look on the back of your shirt, your pants, your shoes, your eyeglasses, your table, your food. Everything's made in China. It's true. It's true, man. It's yeah. true. Try, try to have one night or one day. We had that in New York. One night, no no power. The the city Man. went crazy. One night, no power. The city went crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah. How about that for a scenario? How about if, let's say, three or four well-placed DMPs were to go off at the same time in America? I think, um, if I'm correct... Um, one huge EMP could do a huge amount of damage, but if three or four went off, let's say they were airborne and they were hovering over certain cities in the United States and they went off at the same time, I think the effect would be they can black out the entire United States. Complete chaos. Complete oh, yeah. chaos. Complete chaos. Complete chaos. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll see so, look, you see so many so-called bankers and the top officials jumping out windows and carrying on. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be laughing at that, but it will happen. Oh, yeah, a lot of other people just too, they, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. There'll, be a lot of, there'll, be, there'll be a lot of yeah, people with shotguns in the street. Now, don't have yeah. water or nothing. Fires. Now, look at the fires happening in Alberta, Kansas. Imagine fires mm, yeah. around in America. Mm. Man, it was... Those are the stuff we're dependent of. If we take out no electricity... Forget about it, because everything's going on. Forget about it. 
The yeah. reservoirs are run electricity. Our utilities are run electricity. The national defense is run on electricity. Yeah. We're Mad Max. That's what we exactly. are. Exactly. Let's not even go no electricity. Let's even go one step uh, a little bit higher. No, in, no internet. <laughs> hey, I ain't got no problem with no. I don't have a problem with no internet. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of well, people do. Look, look. If you've been out in the woods as many times I have, you'll be all right. <laughs> a lot of people for a while. For a while. Yeah, yeah. you'll be okay. Only for a while. Look, look, you know what? You know, here's here's the funny thing. Air, um, 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 Andrew was on here the other day talking about what you have to have and be ready, you know, just in case. And mm-hmm. everybody was making fun of Andrew, but Andrew has a very good point. You need to be stocking up on some things right about now because eventually what we're talking about right now is going to happen. It's going to well, happen. Mm-hmm. I hope it you doesn't, know? but and, the storage the storage of long term food is a good idea. It could happen yeah. in the next eight years. I hope it does. Look, man. I'm telling it. you, you're gonna, gonna get your MREs and, and what have you, stuff that lasts <laughs> for some time. You know, yeah. you'll be all right. You know? Yeah. You're gonna learn how to how to survive in the woods without, you know, on nature. It's not hard. Uh, people, you know? People will go crazy. Mr. Tar, just tell to people no sell for a day or, or two. No sell for two weeks. People are thinking, you, well, he's crazy. You must be crazy. Can you imagine what would happen if we're out of electricity for a week and people do not know? I See, I I don't take my uh, my utilities for granted. I am grateful for the fact that I got running water, a refrigerator, a shower, et cetera. I've always been grateful for that. But can you imagine what would happen to the normal person Okay, it'd be like Lord of the Flies if they couldn't get their water and their food and to live out there in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Exactly. And we're telling them that you and, and telling them you gotta hunt for your food. People will be oh, looking at you. Where, where's the grocery? <laughs> I know. Where's the little supermarket? And then your wives? Can you bring in your wives with you? You think they're gonna be satisfied with this? They'll be nagging you to death. Oh my God. And the old people, they'll go first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's they wouldn't even bother going down the hill. They'd just say, kill me now. <laughs> yeah. That's why, Mr. Talk, if you look at the way that people were before, man, Jesus. I couldn't have survived. I couldn't. No electricity during the 1950s, 1850s, and no electricity, no water. You You bring up a good point, Stan. Sometimes I think of that, and that's why when I said I was grateful, I really am. Because I thought about, like, the 1840s, and I thought about the um, the 1600s, the Middle Ages, where people were saying, well, look at the Middle Ages. They glamorize it with the kings and the castles. They didn't have bathtubs. They didn't have showers. They didn't have toilets. Okay. They, they didn't have, have yeah. they didn't have cars. They didn't have uh, paved roads. They didn't have phones. They had nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I guess some three, mm. three uh, what, what, how much was it? Three billion bullets, hollow point chip bullets that DHS ordered. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I am very happy to be born in this century. Me too. <laughs> I would have not survived. Nope, nope. nope, nope. <laughs> I would have been like, sorry. Are, no. 
Sorry, what are you going to adjust it? No, I don't know if I want to adjust it. Forcing me to go to another country because you have to be patriotic and, and go to another country and having my name in the list and there you've been drafted. Where, where am I going? <laughs> be in Vietnam and cover my outfit. Don't, doesn't know every two minutes if somebody's going to kill me and I'm doing this for my country. Oh, no, no, no. That ain't going to happen. Yeah, you know, the more we're talking about it. The more I'm thinking about 9-11, how NORAD wasn't able to stop those airplanes from going into the towers. All you need are, like, hijackers, and you put on an EMP on a Boeing 757, and then you fly four or five of those Boeing 757s over over Los Angeles, Detroit, New York, and, let's say, and Florida, maybe. Um, spread it out. Uh, blow them up at the same time. Let's say uh, execute them at the same time. Right? And take and NORAD, and NORAD doesn't come up, right? NORAD doesn't take doesn't fly out the F 14s Boom, Mad Max. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, let's 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 take a deeper look at that. Why don't you? Why do you think NORAD didn't put anything up? I think Bush had a lot to do, and Cheney had a lot to do with the. Uh, I think it was an inside job. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you think? What do you think, Mr. Talk? There was a reason why nothing was shot down. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. like Joe said. Because the real planes, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The real planes got diverted. The real passenger people, they got diverted and the fake planes came in. Uh, mm-hmm. well, so, you're, so you truly believe that those planes, the planes that hit the pen, how could that plane hit the Pentagon and just hurt it that way? That's that's the problem I have. Well, like, no uh, plane hit the Pentagon now. We didn't see no wreckage. We didn't see no fuselage. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. A plane comes and hit the Pentagon, and this is what happens? Oh, no big wreckage? No. Yeah, yeah, no big wreckage. First off, the hole doesn't fit a B-57, uh, 757. And secondly, even if a 757 were to fly that low, it would break apart because of the physics, the aerodynamic physics, of a plane that large creating a shockwave along the ground before it hit the mm-hmm. um, you know, unless it fell out of the sky. Now, if it's going under its own uh, propulsion, it would have to, from what I understand, it would have to have uh, broken apart the airplane. But uh, but even mm-hmm. if it had impact on the Pentagon, uh, Joe, it would have had a bigger impact, bigger explosion than just this. It, it, it didn't look at it after. Nothing really got hurt in Pentagon. I know. Good. And then Cheney, right? And then Cheney says he was asked. This was on the congressional investigation. Cheney was there, knowing that these planes were coming closer to, I think, to the World Trade Towers and or the Pentagon. And he was asked by his aides, because at that time Cheney had the power to say, "Launch the jets." And he didn't do it. He said, "No," twice. The senator from the senator from Hawaii testified to that. Yeah. Mm. I still I, I still have the picture when when that when the first airplane hit the the first tower in New York and everything and then we saw the the face of George Bush was doing a lecture with little kids and then somebody came I don't know is a well I think it's secret agent or somebody informed him you got to hit and he was calm like it nothing right. happened He's like we, we got to stand up and run he was like oh yes <laughs> it is I was like he was wow. like a job and we did it. Yeah, exactly. No, like, oh, 
oh, my God, it happened. Sorry, kids, I got to go. Or, you know, let's go, you know, run. Well, not if even that. Up, like, you know, run. And let's, what's the emergency? He just stand up, walk very slowly. We got to go. I'm like, wow. Well, not even that. Remember when the, the first Secret Service guy, he whispered in, um, in Bush's ear, okay, the towers have been struck. And I think he came back and said, towers have been struck again, which meant everybody knew it was a yeah. terrorist act. Yeah, under that, exactly. under those conditions, I think it's mandatory. I may be wrong again. Isn't it mandatory for the Secret Service to take the president and the vice president wherever they are and head them and out to, to the, Air Force One? And yeah. to put them in the bunker? Isn't All there the yeah. that is that is that is the way it's supposed to work? But but look at the crazy thing about it. Is this a coincidence? Look at what the kids were saying in the classroom. The words that the teacher was telling them: plane, steel. Hit. What does that mean? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, go look at the kids. Were, <laughs> yeah, the kids were up there saying the words that were the teacher had posted for the day, and were saying the words, but they didn't say plane hit steel. They were doing it like steel, plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pull it up. Is it? You got them saying it plainly as day, and that that's a coincidence or what? That's kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> That was a coincidence. Look at the 
Snowden when he came out when when everybody saying that that oh America doesn't torture people and then we thank God we had this photo and that was just a little thing when when Snowden basically had pro, uh, uh, intelligent information that decided to tell that showed that the drone syndrome that we were killing innocent people with the drone thing no if if I would have said to the president before are you doing those things he would have said I we don't do that I don't do those things no Stanley no I don't. Even if you had the proof, he would he would say no. We don't do that. Yeah. Uh, With a straight face, well, without lying, without twinking. Well, you have to understand that that is a part of the game that has to be played. Now, if if you, I'm not even gonna say naive, but if you you that naive, I can't think naive. of a better word right now. No, you can say naive. <laughs> if you naive. if you naive to think to think that we take that we take prisoners of war. And treat them really humane. You have <laughs> lost your mind. Quality okay. yield. They get massages and oh yeah, yeah. oh and yeah, yeah. Look for, for their human rights and don't sure. get your lawyers and sure. I mean, take take a look at the at the prison systems we have here. How how exactly are prisoners in there? Let alone talk yeah. about somebody from a foreign. Uh, um, battle. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Or the rendition sites. Abu Ghraib. Take a look at those pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and talk, talking about their prison system, Mr. Talk, those prisons are private private uh, establishment for that. See, they're saying, look, we can hire all those people prisoners. We make them pay maybe five cents for doing this, this, this kind of work, and we go get a contract for the city and everything to get paid ten times for this, a hundred times for this. And we don't even have to pay people for that, for working. Well, I know prisons in Alabama they get paid from seventeen cent to thirty cent an hour. There yeah. you go. There you go. And, and those that's are why they they on strike right now, huh? Exactly. There's doctors, there's engineering there. There's not just criminal over there. There's not all crazy people. There's some people who are very smart, very this. Well, the, the prison system. You know, I don't the, know. That's that's going to be. Do you know there's more prisoner in America if, uh, compared to around the world? We are the most. We have more people in prison in America than compared to around the world in America. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> I think we've of got like 2.5 million prisoners, and stands right. I think compared to. I think when you combine Russia, China, and I think another country. We still have more prisoners. We still have more. Yeah, we still have more. I believe so. You know, look at the law that the corporation. The corporation corporation has to make money. All right, the corporation needs money to keep going. The best way to do it, hey, let's put them behind bars. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's invent a little thing, a little speech that uh, uh, Ronald Reagan could say, the war on drugs. Yeah, we're going to do the war on drugs. Well, Mr. Talk, are we still on the war on drugs? <laughs> how, has it been, how has it been doing, the war on drugs? Did they resolve the issue? Still the no, war they drugs? didn't. Oh. I don't know. It's kind of slowed down since I stopped smoking <laughs> it, so I don't know. <laughs> the war on drugs. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know that war on poverty ever since it started from uh, from Johnson. You, do you know it cost the American taxpayer seventy trillion dollars, and people are still yep. poor. Are still poor. Mm. But do you know, Joe, that yeah. before 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 that time of when we were getting welfare and everything, 
Before that time, people were starting to get out of poverty, and when the welfare system came out, it just blocked everything, and now people are as poor as before. Yeah, Every I year we're getting it. better. I believe it. And I and here's another say t- that again. And a touchy, a touchy subject to me is immigration. What? I don't want immigrants in this country. They're already here, Joe. How you don't want them? They're already Hell. here. They, 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 I mean, really? Come on now, Joe. That doesn't mean I want them. Yeah. <laughs> the problem, Joe, is you can't kick them because one of them had a kid that was an American. And how are you going to kick What, you going to kick him out because he has a mother and a father oh, who's not American? Oh. You did, did you read about what happened like a year ago, two years ago, where one of the uh, the wives of uh, the, the drug cartel from Mexico, one of the leading drug cartels, she comes over here when she's about eight months and 16 and six weeks pregnant or four, you know, comes over, has the baby. So now the baby's born on American soil. So now the baby's an American. She takes the baby and goes back to Mexico. So now she has some sort of... Um, Dual um, citizenship? Uh-huh. Dual citizenship? Um, I don't know. Uh, probably that, and you know, some kind of trump card where if she comes over here now, she's she's an American because, look, my child was born here. I'm the the the, the child's mother, therefore I'm a citizen. You know, who knows? But there's got to be some kind of uh, real benefit attached to that anchor baby. Yeah. How are you gonna change that? I don't see. I don't see you. Are you gonna stop it, Joe? To tell those parents, okay, you're not for America. We're kicking you out. We're keeping the baby here, and that ain't gonna happen. Well, that's not that gonna, gonna happen. happen. I, um, that's the only thing about Trump I like, but he'll change his mind. You know, he that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Thirteen. Ain't gonna happen. Oh, forget it. The immigrants. Jesus. How can how can somebody how can somebody kick? Uh, somebody out and you hire half of them to work on your hotels and your casinos and things. Really? That ain't happening anytime soon. Well, you're not going to kick them out because there's millions of them, but I wouldn't mind if there was a deportation method to get rid of them. Look, you know what? <laughs> okay, deportate them. Then what? Then you're going to find somebody else to kick out, right? Who's going to be next? Black folk? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah. put it out there. You know, you kick all the all, all the Latinos, yeah. Hispanics out there, the Cubans then, out there, ain't supposed to be here. Then you yeah. run out. Then you got then to somebody that, else. All right. Okay. All right, black folk. Let's let's time for you to go. That's right. <laughs> and then after that, we will kick out the Indians. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They'll be purely white people. I, no, you, no. you know. You, you know. You know. The funny thing white. about that is. Mm. You know the the funny thing about that is, I bet the Indians kick their ass before they they somebody we leave it anywhere. <laughs> Everybody yeah. else might say, well, yeah, okay, but the Indians, Native Americans, oh no, 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 y'all y'all have some y'all have a battle on your hand with that one, I believe. Yeah, y'all y'all have blood. And, 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 and little as it known, a lot of black folk ain't gonna go willingly either. Oh no, yeah. first of all, there wouldn't be well, there wouldn't be any kind of, any kind of measure to get rid of anybody else except the immigrants. Um, yes, it would. yes, it would, Joe. Yes, it would. No, yes, where? It would. <laughs> yeah, it would. You know why? Because that's, why? The way that, that's, the, that's the way America has been built. That's the way America runs. It, it, well, America it, it, was built saying, on bringing... I mean, let's, let's, put it, let's, let's put it the way you say it. Okay, we get rid of all the legal, legal immigrants. Right. Then everybody's happy, everybody's getting along, right? 
Well, not really, but okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And somebody going to come up. See, now we're going back to, well, there's somebody going hey, wait a minute. Wait oh, a minute. That's, if that's a voluntary movement, Michigan would lead the way. Because <laughs> he's a pan-African. He would, but the thing is, the American government, yeah, look, you know, in a way, you know, I can see it. Uh, because that's what um, Hitler did to the Jews. The Jews were born in Germany, but he actually started a campaign blaming all of the ills on the Jews, and he wanted them deported. Those who weren't deported um, were going to be, you know, fried. So possibly mm-hmm. could, could it happen here? Yeah, I guess it could, because anything can happen anywhere. Mm. Didn't Hitler say about his country that we can make Germany better again? Wasn't that um, Hitler <laughs> model? <laughs> Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't go there, Hood. That might have been. No, you didn't. That might have been. Didn't he wear a um, Didn't you wear a baseball cap? We can make Germany better again. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, Hitler was, Hitler was already doing experiments, um, trying to, to make the master the perfect race. So, you know, well, yeah. and a lot and then, of those, and a and a lot of those scientists. You know, you I was just about to, to say that. Um, the American government <laughs> brought them over here in paperclip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Bonner, yep. Von Braun, the rocketeer, the anyone started rocket over here in America? Yeah, it was um, mm-hmm. Werner Von Jack Braun, Clark. sure. Yeah. He was the head yep. of the, uh, the missile development over there in Germany. And well, br- yeah. They brought him over there, and then the Russians took some of the some of the scientists over to their uh, their land. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, this conspiracy going around that see, um, Donald Trump is in the fourth right. Oh, really? He's a fascist Nazi, yeah. and but we have to understand in here in America, there, there's families fighting over supremacy of America, and, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about white and black. We're talking about big families like. You might have the fourth rights on the West Coast, and on, on the East Coast you have the Zionists. And these families are fighting supremacy over America. You know, it ain't like hunky-dory, all these families and secret societies are all getting along, kumbaya. No, uh-uh. There's lots of fights, fighting and strife going on in these families. of supremacy over parts of the world. They want it. They want the whole thing. They they figured that Lucifer will give that one certain family. They wait for Lucifer to give that family all the power and can reign with Lucifer. They mm. want it bad. Rothschilds is up there in the top line for it with um, Lucifer. There's there's some deep dark secrets secrets that goes on in this world. It's out there on the internet, but it's, it's deep down in the internet, and a lot of people can't grasp their minds or even imagination to go look up. Stuff like that, but you know, aren't you, aren't you, you know, aren't you amazed at how you can find stuff like that on the internet, and then you say, okay, I'm gonna go back and look at this again later on. Do you go back and it's gone? Yeah, yeah. You ever, you yeah. ever run up on that? <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, huh? Okay. I know me and the yeah, dear friend was talking about this the past weekend. Out. Yeah, that's why I do the download the video, like download it or like like some article or something, print them out and just keep them, you know, file them and put them in the filing cabinet and just hold on to them. That's a lot of things that I do with my research. But we're, we're coming to a zero hour in America. America is the capital of the new world order. 
America has to go first before anything else in the world can happen. But if you look at all the world war on um, these armies, all these countries are preparing for battle. They doing these major war drills for nothing? No, uh-uh. too many going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, all the countries have the stockpiles of ammunition and um, oh. and weaponry, and they have to use it just like we do. Otherwise, the defense contractors over here don't make money, and the weapons manufacturers over in the other countries like China and Russia, they don't make money. So there has to be a war, not only for oil and for food and for water, but there has to be a war in order to spend up the ammunition so that more ammunition can be manufactured so that the defense contractors can make more money. Well, yeah, this, this will be the final war. This is the final war. After this war, it will be a new world order. You have to worship Lucifer. If you don't worship Lucifer, you will get beheaded. You have to worship well, You have to take the initiation. You don't look up David Flangler from the United Nations. He said, he said no one can enter the new world order unless he or she take a Luciferic initiation. Mm. Got you. That's well, the only way you can. I know that sounds a little too deep, but. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's not. It's, you know what? I understand that, but uh, you know that this this Lucifer and all that crap. You know, I that I'm not even gonna get started with that. But well, I know there are a lot of people who don't want to get that Bible, evil religion, and all that. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, you know, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. You know. Let's remember, members of Congress got to take a pledge to who? To, to protect who? Israel? Why? Why? So, you know, it's interesting. Very interesting. All right, y'all, we got what, 10 minutes left. 10 minutes left in live airing. So if you're not on the phones, you need to get on the phone. We'll be going over time a little bit. Uh, 347-838-8622. Get with me. I know some of y'all got something you want to say. Come on. Let's talk. We we just having a conversation today. Um, I know there's something I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, West Point. There's some um, young black ladies on there. There's about 16 of them. They're taking a picture in their, you know, in their uniform, and they got their, black, their fists raised up in the air. Remember, like, uh, uh, um, a boy in the um, Olympics back in 69, I think it was? Well... In this politically correct world, some folk have decided um, to ask the U.S. Military Academy to launch an inquiry into why they're standing there with their hands fists raised in the air. They are afraid that these girls are showing solidarity with the Black Lives Movement or some other political faction. Now, here's my question. Why does it even freaking matter? I mean, you talk about the military academy where you got the same generals that sit up there in the military academy involved in more political hogwash than anyone can imagine. And, you know, these 16 young black ladies, young ladies who just want to put their hand up saying, yeah, we finally made it, and there's an issue with that. You know, I, and that, that, that just shows me, you know, this political correctness has just gotten out of hand. And there was another um, article I read where, there was this mathematician, big-time mathematician, right? He was sitting on a plane, and because a young lady, a lady sitting next to him, couldn't understand his math um, equations that he was writing, she wrote the, the, um, the stewards a note and had the plane delayed for two hours because she thought he was a terrorist. Really? Have we gotten to that point now to where you just look at somebody and say, okay, I don't care. 
He looks strange. Let's stop it. What y'all think about that? Anybody? Somebody type. Anybody? Well, I think it's kind of stupid. Yeah. I think it's oh. kind of stupid. I also think it's stupid that on the airline, if they're going to have a child, let's say an 11-year-old child, a uh, female, um, go by herself with permission from the parents and with permission from the airlines to go by herself to go from one place to another place, there are airlines that have a policy. They won't allow a man to sit next to the child because the man could be a, um, a molester. Hmm. Hmm. So if you want to talk about stupidity, there's stupidity there, there's stupidity with the woman who can't, can't understand math and wants to, uh, wants to snick <laughs> on a, a mathematician. I mean, don't get it wrong. The guy, the guy was a, a very, he's one of the top people in the country, actually. And he was just sitting there doing equations for a, a conference he was getting ready to go through. But I'm like, man, really? Now you can't even get on a plane and doodle without somebody looking over your shoulder and, and, and talking about, he a terrorist, you know? You remember what it was? I think we was talking about government, government, Mr. Smith. Hello? Okay, am I having issues again with blog talk? <laughs> Hello? Anybody? I don't know. I'm saying, I was trying to figure out what's going on. Oh. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Huh? Oh, okay. You went to go somewhere. That's what it is. Yeah, I went to go. I went hey. to the kitchen. Yeah. You know, the rumor has it that Newt Gingrich may be Trump's running partner. What do you think about that? Mm, Would that uh, be a good King- choice for Trump? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because Newt Gingrich, he's kind of like... An outsider, yet he's an insider. He was the person who um, who founded the 1994 Pledge of America, whereby he had the Republicans sign a pledge that they wouldn't spend any more money than they were getting in. I think that was the pledge. Um, they didn't live up to it. You know, he's considered like the intellectual of the, uh, of the Republican Party, so it's not a bad choice. And he's and and Gingrich um, has been sort of a supporter for Trump. So yeah. Yeah, be a good idea, huh? Well, for him, I don't uh, like. Yeah, I don't like Republicans anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like none of them. I really don't. Yeah. I do not like any of them. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. None of them whatsoever. But you know, it's the world. You know, why is it though when you say stuff like that, people look at you crazy like, what? You're an American. What do you mean you don't like none of them? You know. Why would they say that? No, I've been in. Oh, because I said I'm not voting for none of them clowns. I tell them in a heartbeat, I ain't voting for none of them. They're all dumb to me. 
And they all crooked. Yeah, they all come. Um, what? Yeah. I ain't for none of them. <laughs> Talk about what? You watch me? You so then? How they say it? Well, if you don't vote, then you shouldn't complain. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that's the old that's the old way of thinking right there. That's a bunch of crap. It really is. You know. You know, sometimes that's why you don't vote because you see the see the nonsense that's about to happen. You don't have your footprint nowhere on there, nowhere. Well, you can always vote for somebody else if you if you thought another person was worthwhile. Okay. Now, like, like I often say, I always say this. Now, you can always vote locally because you can control what goes on locally. You know, you really can. But as far as this this other nonsense, this federal stuff, man, you can't control that because you you don't have any say in it anyway from the get go. You know, you don't have any say. They like yeah, you go out there and lose your voice. You don't, huh? Go out there and lose your lose your voice for yelling so much at it. They don't change nothing. <laughs> 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 if, if Donald Trump do win, you only get four years. Yeah, yeah. And Hillary, Hillary will get the next four years. You know, then then she'll win. But it, it it just seems like Hillary got it in the bag. And she getting automatic eight years. So if Donald want to run in the next eight years, he could probably run again. <laughs> You'll probably get it that time. I mean, they both you been running for a long time. Go ahead. No, I was, I was about to say, you know, that that goes back to how long they're going to coronate a crown on for. You know, because once you get in there, you know she got to be with the crew. They're going to say, okay, this is long. Yeah. As we need you to be in office for, you know, if we need you longer, we'll set you up for that. But right now, this is all we need you for, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it looks like it's like no Republicans want to back Donald Trump. Up. <laughs> no big name. I mean, you know, this has this has been a very interesting uh, thing to view to sit back and just watch. Because in my short lifetime, I have never seen an election go anything like this where both parties, are, one party is just trying to eliminate or get rid of the main <laughs> the main person. It's crazy. But if you put mm-hmm. it, if you sit back and look at it, you say, now, now, what do you think, um, um, what do you think, if they're doing this to somebody that's a part of them, what do you think they'll do to you? You know, you have to put it oh. in perspective. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. We need to see that. Do to us would be damn. They'll love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be happy. Open on with it. With it. Mm-hmm. it. It's gonna be interesting in July though. It's um, we'll see. But it, this is like Hillary's part. I mean, Bill Clinton have been in there. If you want to say people say first woman president, all that crap. I mean, that's how see, with the with the glamour and glitz, they'll look at it that way. Most Americans. But I mean, hmm. like you say, um, whoever up there that's the ones pulling the strings. Yeah, we want you to do this a certain amount of time. Hmm. 
But Donald Trump ain't getting no eight years. Even if he does win, if he does win, it's going to be close. It might be some damn shit come up. A bunch of bull crap about all oh, the elections was set up for this, her, somebody, Hillary or whatever. This will be a close run though in November. You think so? <laughs> yeah, it might come down to two or three delegates. It won't come down close. Huh. Right hmm. down the wire. Total finish. <laughs> And then that's what all hell's the break. That is a good point. Oh, hold on for a minute. Uh, let me get Joe back in here. He dropped off. Mm. All right, Joe, I got you back on. Okay, thanks. I think this is Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we were just talking about um, this election again. You know about the turn. We huh? There's been a lot of earthquakes going on lately in America, like in a lot of states. I'm like, damn, what's going on? They talking about Yellowstone, like it might be some magma coming up. Then they talking about the Cascadian fault line over there by Seattle, down almost to the northern part of California. It's supposed to erupt, like, and the San Andreas. They, they coming out with a lot of things. Well, you know, for- you know. Let, let's let's be honest about this. People don't know Yellowstone is built on a whole bunch of volcanoes. Okay, yeah. The majority of people don't even know that. Um, in Oklahoma, they having a lot of tremors and stuff, and that's from all that fracking and drilling they doing. You know, they don't want to hmm. admit it, but that's that's what's going on. You know, and, and a lot of scientists are saying that um, uh, uh, we do we do for a big one somewhere. So, you know, real soon. There's a part of me that wants to have an earthquake along the San Andreas Fault because for years the Hollywood people have been building their mansions along the San Andreas Fault, and I kept asking myself, why are you idiots actually spending millions of dollars to build homes on a site which can fall apart at the nearest at the next really good earthquake? So I'm saying to myself. If you don't care, I don't care. And when your mansion goes into the crater, God bless you. Mm. You know, that's that's a very interesting observation, um, um Joe, because I say the same thing. You know, all these people, they build the houses year after year, you know, mudslides and forest fires. You're like, yeah. why are you building your house up there? Oh, 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 I mean, where's the sense in that, you know? You know, when when they have houses like Madonna's or some of the other people's, when they go in, when they fall right off the cliff into that crater, um, I'm going to laugh for a little bit, and then I'm going to say, well, okay, look, it really shouldn't happen to a human being, but if you were that stupid to know that the, an earthquake could tear that piece of... Um, of land apart, and you deliberately put your house on there? You're kind of stupid, woman. <laughs> or guy. Or whomever. You know, um, like the, the fires in um, Canada. You know, there was a report earlier on the news earlier today that somebody snuck back in trying to burn their house down so they could collect the insurance. I'm like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you know? Wow. You know <laughs> 
I might, you know what? I might do that too. I might get a good <laughs> you know, you know, it's it just when you look at you look at see stuff like that, you're like, are, are, are people really that? Oh wow! I, I you know, sometimes I just, I'm just speechless. I really am. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, I wouldn't run back in no fires like that because them fires are pretty tall. <laughs> he was coming off that. But, but, no, the trap. But the. But did you see the news footage where they were showing the people driving through and it was dark and all the ashes is just falling and they're trying to drive oh, through? Yeah. yeah. I, I, nah, call me crazy, but I thought that was so I don't know if I would have been driving slow, like in a, in a line. I'm surprised people was driving in a line. <laughs> I would have been flooring that truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like they can go around anybody, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's think about it now. That was a lot of fire. But, and I thought about this. You know, the interesting part about that fire is where it's happening at. You know, around a whole bunch of oil fields. You ever thought about that? Answer me this. Why do they build Uh nuclear reactors over water when they know that with a nuclear reactor, if it goes, if it malfunctions, and if it touches water, um, it sets off an atomic type of reaction. Why do they do it over the over the one element, which will create the dangerous, the most dangerous situation possible? Somebody explain that to me. The land is cheap. They get the land cheap. Mm. And, you, and usually they say when they do it, the land is cheap, and they build they 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 call themselves building it away from civilization. You know what I mean? But the mm-hmm. land is cheap out there. That's why. <laughs> That's it. Well, look at... In a nutshell. You look at huh? Fukushima. Fukushima burst about four years ago. And we're still getting the driftwood and the atomic debris from that radio, from that reactor. And they still haven't shut it down. Look at Three Mile mm-hmm. Island. Look at some of the other nuclear mm-hmm. reactors that have dangerous cracks in them. And those who are which are built over water, once they touch water, it's not it's not like the China syndrome where they can burrow, you know, the, the heat will burn out the um, the land and and um, and the reactor will slowly sink into the land because then you have an automatic cover, okay, that covers mm-hmm. up the uh, the reactor. But when you build it over water, you're setting off an atomic reaction. Mhm. That's true. Well, look at Chernobyl. <laughs> Remember Chernobyl? Oh yeah. He was still, yeah. You know that's still a wasteland. That's right. Still a wasteland. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's, you know I, I guess we can sit here and question and question. You know why this is done? Why that done? But. I guess we never know. When, when it comes to things like that in business, we'll never know. Uh, yeah, you might, you might say time, in, well, what, what, what did Morpheus huh? say is inevitable? It's inevitable? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> inevitable. <laughs> Pretty much. We can't do nothing about it. You know, we just, just take the just brace for impact. That's all you can say. And just get ready because <laughs> the train is about to come off the track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's bigger than yeah. us, man. Maybe. Maybe that's what 
maybe that's what God is for here to let people know, hey man, you y'all y'all forgetting about me. Remember there's somebody who runs this, you <laughs> know. I mean it's bigger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We all hey, want to sell you know, um, Go ahead. <laughs> um, speaking of God, you know, uh, there's a, a program that comes on on Sunday night on the Geographic Channel, I think it is, where Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman Morgan. is in search of God, is in search of God. And uh, it's a very interesting show. He's going all over the world, you know, and, and seeing different people's point of view as far as God and, you know, what they believe. And there's the scientists that did a, a study um, as far as the mind, how does the mind react when you think about God? And it was very interesting because those individuals that believe in God, their frontal lobe just lights up. You know what I mean? But he took an atheist and put an atheist under there, and the atheist said, yes, I'm thinking about, you know, I was thinking about God, but there was no chemical reaction whatsoever. None. I'm like, wow. That 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 was very enlightening. I think, you know. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that out. That, that's, yeah, pretty, that's pretty uh, weird. Because it, it says in the uh, book that it, it says in the book in the end times and Revelation that when the locusts are released from the bottomless pit, that it says God God said, do not harm the ones with the mark, like the mark in their mm-hmm. forehead. I guess not like mark the mm-hmm. mark or the beast. No, like. That spiritual mark, letting 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 them know, don't 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 mess with them, ain't touch them. Hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. I'm not looking at. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting, you know. It, it really is, and uh, I I have to sit back and I watch, and it makes you think for a moment, like, wow, you know. And then it takes you back in the in the end time, you know, to the beginning of time. Uh, you know, had a different. Um, cultures, you know, view the beginning of time. I mean, and he they, they went to he went to Jerusalem, and this was very interesting. And when you went to Jerusalem, you had the Jews, you had the Christians, and you had Muslims all there worshiping, you know, whatever is right there in that same area, and they get along just fine. I'm like, now how does that work there? But it doesn't work anywhere else in the world. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's maybe supernatural. <laughs> you know? Huh? I said maybe it's supernatural. In that area. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. Supernatural, huh? Yeah, supernatural, yeah, right. See a lot of people losing the faith. But that's I yeah. mean, that's that's supposed that's supposed to happen. We're all corrupted by entertainment, cell phones. This is the age of the selfies. I mean, god dang, you got 3,000 pictures on Facebook. How many pictures you need on that? <laughs> I'm like, damn. Come on, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat now, follow me, and all this other crap. I'm like, come on. Age, narcissistic people, phones that turn people into narcissists and they. Self-pride and their ego stroke for just getting followers and likes and stuff really has corrupted the soul. But let's be, well, let's be honest. Is that really what turned them into narcissists, narcissists, 
or were they already narcissists and just found well, a, well, a, yeah, a yeah, well, that, that, yeah, that's a good point there. Yeah, that's true. They, they have a tool now they can show off their narcissism. Of their right. You know, talk about narcissism and, and selfies. Did you guys, um, what did you guys think about Geraldo Rivera posting a, ne- uh, a nude selfie of himself? Who? Who? Geraldo Rivera. Okay. I didn't think he was still around. He did what now? <laughs> he posted a selfie of himself nude about a year or so ago. He got fired from ABC, and that's why he's on Fox News. Hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. The dumbass actually, you can see it on online. The dumbass actually has, they don't show it completely nude, but they show him with the selfie, with his bare chest down to his, uh, down to his waist, and I presume below mm. the waist, he's nude. How stupid can you be? Well, by the stupid is um, um, Sports Illustrated putting um, Bruce <laughs> I was just about on to there. say that. <laughs> yeah, putting Bruce Jenner on there naked, like anybody really yeah, want to see that. all that nonsense. Yeah, who want to come on now? You, just look at what America's going to. Come on now, just that little small thing right there. Shows you the mentality of, of Americans, man. Come on. And nobody's going to boycott that. Nobody's going to stand up or none of that stuff. Mm. Look at Kurt, look hey, at Kurt Schilling. get fired from ESPN. Yeah. For what he says. Yeah. I mean, come on. I thought we had freedom of speech, you know? I mean. <laughs> yeah. As long as it goes along with the world. majority. You go, we ESPN said, hell no, hell no, we need followers. He about to make us lose our LGBT followers. That's money. Well, we you, know, money. you know, well, you know, um, if you notice, uh, it took me a minute to figure this out. Because I'm like, where are all these female anchors coming from on ESPN all of a sudden? But you have to remember, ever since Ray Rice, all, all those type of companies had went ahead and, and brought more women in. You know, to sit on the board of directors and, and things of that nature. So that that's what you're looking at now. You know, that's what you Even though I do like Jameel Hill, you know, she she knows what she's talking about. But I, I just happen to notice that. I'm like, okay, this is very interesting. Yeah, it, you know, it, not, it not that I'm hating on women, y'all. Not that I'm hating on women. No, I'm, I'm just saying that that's just the flow that is going. Yeah. But look at North Carolina. North Carolina is now being sued by the federal government. What their little damn law? Well, North Carolina say screw the federal government. We about to sue them. So the the um the the governor um, filed a lawsuit against the um, Department of Justice today. In fact, this morning. So oh, yeah, okay. you know so. <laughs> you say just you walk in the bathroom. Put your hand in everything. You in the men's bathroom, there's three women in there look like men and shit. You think that's like, oh, there were women in there. <laughs> look, all right. <laughs> you know, and I, I've been, you know, I said, okay, okay, okay. You know, fine. Use the, the um, what is it, the family bathroom then? The one, that, you know, that's set apart from the other one? Go in there, close the door, and lock it. Then do what you got to do. Go in the stall. You know, but 
I want you to just make an own bathroom for them. Just make an own separate bathroom. Well, you know, yeah, no. (laughs) You know, as I said before, if you're born a man and you still got man parts, you need to go in the men's bathroom. It's just that simple. Now, if you you don't like the the the, the, the scrutiny or or the um what they say the, the 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 bullying that you say you receive, fine, go in the stall. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's true. if you a man and you haven't had the the, the, the surgery or whatever, then no, you don't need to be going in there with no women. Now I'm sorry, and then vice versa. No, because like I said before, that that just opens up a whole lot of stuff possibilities. That just shouldn't be. That just shouldn't be. But what what Prince say? It's the signs of the times. <laughs> hey, hey, he said it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he said it. He I, said I it. still can't get over Prince, man. Like, yeah, he said it. Prince was a big person, man. Prince was doing big things behind the scenes, not just music. But see, but but see, you know what? And I think that that was one of the things that that. That made him who he was. He did it behind the scenes. You know, he didn't need yeah, publicity. Yeah, you know, I just do it because you know that's what I want to do. I can afford to do it, and I'm doing. It. You know, you know what gets me is how all these people all of a sudden, oh, Fred, Fred, and like I said on my Facebook page one day, so they got mad at me. I said, you know what? Before Prince died, and they put all this information out. Y'all didn't know nothing about Prince. All that y'all know is his music. Now y'all all upset and what have you? Get over it. He's dead. He's gone. Okay. <laughs> you know he's yeah. gone. It's a part of life. Um, in fact, his estate that they actually um, filed a request that anybody who comes forth saying that they are relatives or whatever, um, they're gonna take some of his blood. And put it away for DNA testing. So if anybody comes forward and saying, um, you know, their relatives and want some of his estate, they got to take a DNA test. I said, now somebody was really thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody was deep. really thinking on that, huh? Yeah, that's pretty deep. Yeah. They do something. Yeah. You know, I, I think that would stop a whole lot of that nonsense. But people coming out, especially since they found out he have, a, they say he didn't have a will. So now all of which. You know, that that is something interesting as well. You know, you have all this but you don't have a will. That 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 is hmm, interesting. Yeah. The Minnesota law yeah. is that um the government the government's taking half of his estate. Something with the Minnesota Ain't that law. Something? Yeah. Ain't that yeah. something? They get half yeah. of it. <laughs> they do that Once in every again, they do that in every state. It's the estate tax. Yeah. Once again, Joe, there it is, Mr. Smith and Mini-Me. Mr. Smith. <laughs> Mr. Smith and Mini-Me stepping up to the plate now. Well, maybe, maybe somebody can fight it and make it a historic site or something. But they, they, were, they were trying to do that as well. That, that, that has been mentioned. Yeah, they have, that has been mentioned as well. So we'll see. Isn't it kind of crazy see. that all these artists are like dying off, like influential that can change this country? They just die off, and they're gone. And ain't well, too many left them. Well, there's there's a um, there's a um, um, thought process behind that. You know, a lot of a lot of people feel that you know this is um, a part of 
what what is it? The Illuminati um, sacrifice season. Oh, sacrifice! Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. They do. So I just you know, they, it's, it's, we're coming to a time in America where we're going to need leadership, and we don't have leadership no more. And these people who got knocked off will have would have had that leadership when the time of need, you know, not with music. They'll come out there with mm-hmm. talk, their voice. You know, we don't have mm. that no more. <laughs> this is like, That's true. Like, just imagine 10 years from now how America will be. It'll be lawlessness, man. Just look, look at, you, got, you got babies having babies, man. And, and some of these um, parents are like in their 30s, but they're still immature. They're self. And That's so right. When these children get their age, get their age, they gonna they ain't gonna know no better. It could be loneliness, craziness. You know that's that's being nice. That's being real nice. Yeah, I mean, real nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's being real nice. Yeah. Nah, I'm not trying to get into that. All right, I need to get out of here. I got some bowling to do tonight. So I'm going to let y'all get your last words in. All right, Hood, go ahead and get your last word in, sir. Just good show, man. Good show, good talking to y'all. Don't talk that much on here like I used to. But it was a good show, man. Y'all take care. All right, thanks, Hood. You too. And uh, anytime, man, anytime. (laughs) All right, Joe. I've got nothing to say. Man, I'm sure. Of a few words. Everybody take it easy till next time. Take it easy, Eric. <laughs> All right. All right, Joe. See you Friday. All right, y'all. Great show. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of conversation, which is good. Conversation is good. Hopefully somebody at uh, um, got something they wanted to check out. You know, check it out. Don't trust what we say here. We only put the information out. You know, only you can determine whether you believe it's valid or not. That's all we could do. That's all we I try to do. Let's put it that way. That's all I try to do. Um, I say keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. You know? Don't take the red pill. Take the blue pill. Take the blue pill. Either way, your choice of what pill to take. <laughs> That's from the Matrix. Look it up. All right? Uh, it's been fun, man, but I got to get out of here. Um, Thank you, everybody, for showing up. I appreciate it. I love y'all. And um, see y'all here Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. Uh, Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. I do it all the time. You laugh at yourself, man, everything else is gravy. Keep you from getting a lot of gray hair, too. (laughs) That's right. Um, All right, we're going to take you out of here with some chic and good times. Yeah. See y'all Friday, man. Y'all have a good one. I'm out.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.